0: Hello and welcome everyone to Sacred Balance. I'm your host, Jui Rami. Sacred Balance is a special space created for seekers where we come together to explore deeper dimensions of life and share spectacular stories of people who are avidly seeking that balance while thriving and tasting magic of life and all its possibilities. So come join us and together let's make it happen. You must wonder why Sacred Balance and why this podcast? Well, it all started with this story. Once upon a time, this 21-minute technology that I imbibed in the form of yoga touched me so deeply at my core, aligning me in such sweetness of equanimity and exuberance, meanwhile opening doors to many possibilities in my life that I never imagined for myself like producing this podcast, for example. <laughs> I'm truly grateful for this unique offering and humbled by this opportunity to bring you many more stories of people who have powerful experiences to share with Saul. Before we begin our journey together on Sacred Balance, I'd like to share my story and interview with a great friend of mine. Namaskaram, Gaurabh. How are you?
1: Very good. Very excited to have you. You are my first, um, you know, um, person to join the, and record this with me. So I'm very excited to have you. Oh, it's
0: certainly my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: Great. So I think we want to keep it very, you know, interactive. What I would like to do Julie, is uh, first tell our listeners about yourself and, you know, about your journey. So let's have you start.
0: So my name is Joey, Um and um, I have uh, traveled all across the world. Um, I've always been a seeker, and um, continuously there was something within me that made me travel and seeking tools for well-being all across, and for some reason, I never came across something authentic. Like what Sadhguru has to offer, till I was sitting in my living room one day watching PBS in the morning, and my namesake, mm-hmm. uh, Jui Chavla, came on uh, to interview Sadhguru and uh, on the topic of love in life. And uh, just listening to him, um, what I hadn't discovered traveling all around the world, I discovered it on my living room watching PBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, So something authentic struck me in that moment. And I know like this is something real that I need to explore and, you know, see where it could take me. Um, So for a while, I just listened to his videos on YouTube like most people did. And then um, in Pennsylvania at the time, I was in Philadelphia. I had lived in Philadelphia for 20 years and currently now I'm in Seattle um, after selling my home recently in Philly. Um, But when I was in Philly during that time, um, they didn't have a class right away. So I just kept looking at the schedule, like when is the next inner engineering class? Because I knew that was the next step I needed to take. And finally, in the September of 2016, they were offering a class. And as soon as I saw, I signed up (laughs) and I was so excited. Um, And I learned inner engineering. And that was that was the beginning of, you know, a wonderful journey that started four years ago
1: can and... you tell everybody what the format was uh, the engineering you know what kind of structure of the program was
0: oh my god i've never met and saw a program and a and a group of volunteers so dedicated in my life uh, i mean the program ran so beautifully uh, the people that conducted, uh, not only the conducted the sessions were phenomenal, but the people who assisted in the background were just so inspiring in that moment, I knew that I wanted to become a volunteer because they just were so phenomenal in how they conducted the whole thing from start to finish um the sessions of course were just mind-blowing and the tools of well-being that they were offered were just life-changing but the people that came together to make that happen something very special about that that i have not seen in any other organization or anywhere else you know um and that's that's the magic of um you know isha and in inner engineering i would say
1: no that's true yeah and i think uh almost each of the 9 million volunteers that we are today, right? Uh, you see the same themes, you see the same people, right? You have similar characteristics, you know. Uh, and it's, it's fantastic to see that. Uh, I I I totally agree with you.
0: Yeah, it's so beautiful, that quality, the subtle quality. It's not even like, uh, pay attention to me, look what I'm doing. It's none of that. It's just so subtle. It's so soft. It's so beautiful. But it's there. It's, it's like... Someone is there to guide you through this program. And because someone was there to make that happen, I feel like I want to do that to help make it happen for other people because someone was there to make it happen for me Uh, in such a beautiful way, you know, not expecting anything, not even a thank you in return. Uh, It's that's how beautifully it was conducted. I thought, you know,
1: no, you're right. And I think uh, this too, you know bring my context i think what i remember people were not just volunteering they were offering themselves yes the like, that's, I think that's the
0: key yes
1: they just offer like if as a flower just sitting there you know offering you the fragments yes to yes uh,
0: simply being pretty, there
1: yeah. yeah pretty synonymous great no i think that this is lovely i'm, I'm sure that all the listeners who are listening to this you know, they could imagine, of course, not experience, but imagine. You know what the environment. I put...
0: mean, if we can produce people like this all around the world, imagine the humanity could be a whole different level. You know, the Mother Earth could blossom again, and you know we could we could have a whole different kind of world altogether. If more of us can be produced in that way.
1: <laughs> I, I know, and I think that's the effort, right? So also you've been through this podcast that's our intent just to make sure what we've received you can go to as many people as possible yes now would you like want to talk about your life Uh, you know what was it before i understand you were trying to were seeking something you know and then you found something but what was it you know how would the experience and you know what happened yeah
0: i you know i uh, traveled extensively in india like i would go to uh, rishikesh haridwar you know, parts of like Rajasthan, where there were like authentic schools of yoga and the tools of well-being were offered, or where I thought I could grasp something of a very scientific way of grasping, you know, what this whole knowing could be, you know, perceiving what life is all about. Um, and I never, never came across anyone as authentic as Isha, um, And no one was really, you know, you know, that click that happens when you meet, you know, the right, uh, right thing in your life at the right time. That click never happened till I came into Isha and I knew that I was finally at home. I felt like I arrived finally because what they were offering and in the way they were offering where it was just so phenomenal that it just clicked for me. It felt like I was finally at home and finally something, a shift that happened and it brought me into a balance. You know how sometimes there's a little bit of misalignment in life and we don't even know what it is. But when you come into that balance, suddenly things become clear. Like when you go to the optometrist's office and they're showing a different line, like one or two, which one is clearer, right? (laughs) It's just like that, like you know, getting your eye exam, and suddenly things become in focus and clearer, and that's what happened to me after inner engineering. Um, my life was beautiful. I was happy. I was content. I was living in a beautiful home in Philadelphia, and I just had a very stable, happy life. But at the same time, I was con- continuously seeking that there there is something else. I need to really, you know, step into it a little bit more deeper and to really evolve. And I was looking for that. I was seeking. I was continuously seeking until I came to Isha that, you know, that seeking didn't happen into blooming till then, you know, and that's when I feel like the blooming and uh, flowering happened within me. And that happened through Inner Engineering.
1: That's a great way to put it, blooming and flowering. Yes. Um, no I think I this feel- is great you know you definitely good to know that and I think uh, I could relate to whatever you said you know you have a pretty balanced life you're pretty successful in the career you know you have yeah. everything that you need in life you know you've got a good house family kids right but
0: yeah. then you
1: always feel there is there's a big void somewhere yes right? and uh, it just like it goes with you right it stays with you and then Only when there's something which actually comes in and fills it and overwhelms it, that's when you realize there was such a big void in your life. Yes.
0: Yes. Um,
1: So I think you put it very, very well. Um, And then uh, have you done any other programs or is this like inner engineering? You did it and you you Oh, yes,
0: I did. I have taken a lot of uh, other programs along with uh, inner engineering i did the hatha yoga the bhuta shuddhi the shakti chalana kriya and you know all the other stuff and i also um had the pleasure of having um you know sadguru in my house <laughs> <laughs> i had his yantra in my house so i had his live presence in the house and having a living in a consecrated space makes a tremendous difference in your well-being it 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 you know gears you towards a life that you can't imagine I mean, five years ago, I was living in a huge house. And all of a sudden, I, I, when I had somebody in my house, it just wouldn't let me sit. It wouldn't let me settle. Something even more, you know, fiery ignited in my life. And I finally sold my house on April 17th, this, this, just this month. And uh, I'm looking to become a full-time volunteer to really devote my life to Isha on a, you know, in a wholehearted way. Not just like part time, not here and there, <laughs> but really giving it all, and um, and that made it happen by having you know Sadhguru's live presence in my house, and uh, and um, you know him really, I guess igniting something beyond just you know just settling with what what it was. Um, wow. So that's the that's the power of consecration, you know, and living in a consecrated space.
1: Excellent, and just uh you know i think we all in a live in a very social background right you know we've, we've got pretty good friends how did that like this when you did inner engineering specifically right we do mm-hmm. did you check the friends what was it like did they start seeing any changes uh tell us a little more about you know if something like that happened to you i
0: i felt like i was always um very sweet and uh very like overall very content and easygoing I've always had that nature but now after inner engineering the sweetness that's within me is the sweetness I also feel it I don't know if that makes sense I'm I'm sweeter all around and that sweetness is 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 something that I can also taste and in my relationships with my friends and my family the way I am is it's, it's a send something like an offering and they see the difference they by me being there they feel like they want to take a step towards something like this and try something totally different in life and see where it takes them and inspires them to kind of be open to new possibilities in life and that's my experience with uh, my friends and family
1: that's great and i remember Sadhguru saying that um, after an engineering- you, you, mm-hmm. you're like consecrating living temples, walking temples, right? Yes. So people are looking at you and they, they see how this yeah. temple is. I, I it's so
0: funny. I have to tell you an example. I was moving, um, recently moving out of my house. And as you know, because of the COVID-19, um, most of the college kids are at home doing their work through online classes. So I had a couple of college kids in my neighborhood helping me move. And uh, so I had bookshelves filled with, you know, inner engineering book and, you know, the Adi Yogi book and all that. And uh, one kid, college kid who was helping me move, she picks up the inner engineering book and she said, can I have it? And because while we were moving out and she was helping me, Sadhguru's talk was playing and she would go in and out and keep listening to him. And keep listening to him. And then would keep asking me questions back and forth. And on one hand, um, she had furniture. And on the second hand, on her phone, she had downloaded the Sadhguru app. She became (laughs) so curious that she started doing Isha Kriya. And now we're going to sign her up with Inner Engineering Online, you know, because it's uh, free for college students. And, you know, so it's really amazing how people that just normal day to day life, they come in contact with you, they become so curious about you and what you're doing and the element that they see in you like, what is it that you're doing, I'd like to taste that, you know, and that taste of the sweetness that I'm talking about, not only that others can taste it, but you yourself can taste that sweetness. And that's the beauty of it. That's the bounty of it. Because um it's great that others can taste it but why shouldn't we also taste it you know
1: yeah <laughs> and
0: i like the taste of it so the be- becoming like sweeter within yourself is such a phenomenal experience um and that shift of balance you know like i was talking about the alignment uh the attunement towards that balance is brings a lot of clarity in life
1: i totally agree with you uh yeah. now i'm curious have you taken the inner engine online course as well um or is it
0: so a- i had um i had an aunt uh she's over 80 years old and recently when Sadhguru came to philadelphia for the mega program um she's like i said she's over 80 years old so i had to help her kind of go through the online classes um, and stuff like that so I went through it with her because she couldn't even do the quizzes and stuff like that so I kind of assisted her through that as I was the volunteer for that channel and so I have done the the in-person class as well as the online class and actually it's great that you asked me that question because As I'm in Seattle right now in quarantine with my family after selling my home, I'm about to do online class again to kind of refresh and strengthen my inner engineering, you know, uh, within me. So that's uh, what I'm about to start because today's May 1st. And that was one of my goals for this month to finish the IEO online um, and repeat Mm it, you know.
1: Great. Maybe next time we talk, we'll talk about inner engineering online. Absolutely, we
0: should. Those classes are so phenomenal. I mean, those seven classes, they, it covers so many tools of well-being just through that talk so that when you go in for the completion, you're totally prepared to really receive it in whole, you know? Um, it's, yeah. it's it's very well-designed class. I mean, I, I can't put it any better than that.
1: Yeah, like everything else, there, right? Uh, it's just like so precisely put together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you set the right aim, ambiance, you know, you can just yes. start fit from from day one from those classes.
0: Yes, so, if you're receptive to it, and if you truly want to engineer yourself, engineer yourself in a way that. No matter what's happening in your life, you have that inner stability and balance with clarity. If you truly want to engineer yourself like that, and then it's a true possibility, and it's a true homecoming in that sense because you're truly available to that, you know, that
1: space. Yeah. Now, talking about balance, um, I think I wanted to get your perspective on, uh, especially like when you have challenging times, like ones like these, right? But of course, yeah, you know, we have challenging times you know at work you know different situations Mm -hmm. Uh, I think our listeners would be interested to know how you know it has helped you in any way in your engineering
0: well I actually went through a lot of challenging time as I was about to sell my home I had some like unexpected repairs had come up and you know some things in the family and so the last eight months were just like really like ups and downs and dealing with so many things simultaneously, um, all piling up on each other. And it was so weird. No matter what was going on, I, ha- I kept my Sanhidhi practices, the all that I needed to do for my Sanhidhi. I did my practices in the morning and that really guided the day throughout the day whatever i was tackling with what i needed to do i had contractors in the house i had i mean i had major repairs all of a sudden i put my house on the market and i had major repair come up and i had to pull my house back off the market and go through that prior to thanksgiving prior to holidays and it was just before the winter hit i needed to get things certain things done And my family was far away. I was tackling a whole lot of it on my own. Um, But it was so funny because I had the solid practices and I was living in a consecrated space. It really just kind of helped me flow through it. I did whatever I needed to do, but I kept up with my practices and the tools for inner well-being that are offered through these practices truly phenomenally work because I really have experienced it. Had I not had the practices in my life, I would have totally been like broken down and wouldn't know what to do. But because those, during those challenging times, I had the practices, I had the support, I was able to really just kind of, you know, go through it with balance and clarity and what I needed to do. And the grace absolutely helped living in a consecrated space. So I, I mean, I absolutely cannot explain, you know, how it, really tremendously helped me get through those things um really yes. truly
1: no i can i can i can totally understand yeah doing yeah. a move especially this time of the where the ball is going through a crisis oh yeah, my
0: god yes not,
1: would not have been an easy job right and no
0: then,
1: and i think you did it only like a couple of weeks back and you i think four days back you volunteered that you would like to be part of the podcast so <laughs> yes
0: I, I mean my closing was at the end of the April and I just came to Seattle so um, mm-hmm. I was like ready to go to the ashram because I wanted to full-time uh, you know really go in there but the ashram is not open to visitors at this time because of the COVID-19 right. um, so I came to quarantine with my family and which is great but as you are as everyone is close with, cooped up with their families, it's great to have these tools for well-being because things come up, you know, things happen. No matter how much you love each other, things are always there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, um, and not everybody is, um, you know, inner engineered in the same way. So it's, it's amazing when you yourself are inner engineered how just your presence alone can inspire them to become better and because you're doing those things you know and the tools for well-being they see it working in you and they're like wow i'd like to really amp up my practice i'd like to do this i like to try this you know yeah and it it inspires other people and i think that's the beauty of it i think it all begins with us within ourselves how we are manufactured with the engineering
1: <laughs> no that's true yeah i think um... You know just the, the name itself fits so well to you know what's being offered
0: yes absolutely now in terms,
1: i think you touched up on inspiration um I just wanted to know from your perspective um you know i'm sure you would have friends and family that they've seen the changes within you right and they, you would want to explain it to them what this is all about right how yeah. do you typically do that like what's You know, what's your elevator pitch, I would uh, to ask?
0: Well, I feel like a lot of people have, um, you know, curiosity towards um, something authentic because so many things are out there nowadays. Everybody's, you know, doing their, (laughs) their dime a dozen meditations out there. So there are just so many people. um, I was just looking at uh, P. Diddy is offering, um, or was it P. Diddy or someone? I think they're offering how to sleep better meditation at night. And so there are just so many people right now are offering uh, tools for well being. Um, uh, But there is something that rings true about authentic tools for well being. that that they are timely tested and tried and the ones that truly work. Um, And those are the yogic signs, you know, like really coming back from the yogic signs. Like when you look at the lineage from where Sadhguru is, you know, it comes from the seven original disciples of Shiva, you know, the seven sages. So those tools for well-being have been tried and tested and they truly do work. So this is not something that's just kind of made up. Like you play a song here and there, and you play nature sounds and stuff like that. No, these are very scientifically proven t- tools for well being. Okay, these are not just kind of like, oh, we'll make up something here and there, and then <laughs> and and we'll just kind of put it out there and see what happens. Um, so if you look at what Sadhguru is offering, it, it's it's really like truly engineered well and when you see the people who are conducting the sessions people who have benefited from them and you yourself can feel the differences like something simple as isha kriya um just like two days ago i was doing all my practices but i felt like i was having a slight headache and i just did isha kriya for a little bit and my head felt so light because these are the tools that are truly tried and tested for lifetimes, and the efficacy of it is so beautiful. And at the end of the day, you want to choose something that works. So, if you choose tools for well being that truly work, that's worth the investment of your time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's authenticity rings true at the end of the day. And you want to choose things that are authentic. Um and not just kind of like something that's just made up, and I'm just honest with my friends and family like i'm like if you're looking for something authentic, this is it. you know you should try this right um otherwise, there are so many things out there, and you can always try those too, but you you might yeah. come back you know? and, I, I, and, I think... and that's the truth of it, and I'm not afraid of telling the
1: truth yeah. no, so no, no, that's that's, 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 no that's that's it very right put and I think there are people who are looking for something right but there's, there's yeah. a big lot of people who are not looking for anything right and they're like they're very happy even contented with whatever in whatever situation they are right um, and that's where yeah. I think uh, you know what, what. what's the message you would give to them like you know people who, who feel like if they've got everything in life in terms of you know you know as we've talked about it in the past but uh, how to convey what's the void that the thing that they're missing on, like, you know, the fear of missing out, you know, what, how do you convey that to people like those?
0: I think no matter how many, how, how much you can fool others, you know, there is something always yeah. missing. If you truly sit down, close your eyes. And if, you, if you're 100% honest with yourself, you know, something is missing. Okay. So you can't deny that. And if they are denying that, then that maybe they're not ready. You know, in 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 spirituality, you also have to be entitled for it. If you, you know, if you think about it, people who are not yet taking the class, maybe they're not entitled for it because there is something that you have to, in this kind of thing, you have to earn points to receive something authentic like this. That's how I see it. So if they are not really open to it, maybe they're not ready for it.
1: I Before I ended, I just wanted to, you know, thank you from heart. You know, this is uh, truly phenomenal oh. that you, you know, volunteer, especially in this time. Uh, when you were moving around, you know, Absolutely. the pressure of closing the house and all of that, right? So I can definitely understand, you know, you would have actually had to move mountains to make this happen, right? So, With this, I think the one last question I have would ask you is uh, if there is one Mm -hmm. word that you would like to Mm -hmm. summarize Inner Engineering, what would that word Mm -hmm.
0: be? So, my name is a flower, Uh, okay? It's a Jew is a flower, similar to Jasmine. And after taking Inner Engineering, what has happened to me is I have flowered. So, if you want to say (laughs) one word, flowering, blooming, blossoming, that's the word I would choose because that's what happened to me. I bloomed and I flowered. and Thank awesome. you so much,
1: Joey. Yeah. It's great thought to leave this yes. conversation. Thanks a lot.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for okay, having bye. me. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our show today. You can find out more about Sacred Balance, Technology of Inner Engineering, our guest, and the topics covered from the show notes attached to the series and the episode. We would appreciate your balanced feedback on the ratings in the review section. Until next time, a world full of love, light, and laughter. Let's make it happen.